Hey everyone, it's the Blinged Era podcast for Wednesday, June 7th, 20 and 23. I am your host, Bling Vieira. I just got bit by a mosquito. And for those of you out there in podcast land that don't know any better, the mosquito, it kills more people than snakes, sharks, spiders. The mosquito is the deadliest animal on the planet. So I just got bit by a mosquito, stung. I got stung by a mosquito, a bit. Freaking, I don't want to get bit by no snapping turtle. Mosquitoes are parasites, I believe. And they spread diseases. Malaria killed a whole bunch of people. It continues to kill people every year. West Nile virus. Next thing you know, we'll get some freaking mosquito flying out of Wuhan with, um, yeah, well, I'm not, hey, hey. We're going to some biologically engineered mosquito flying out of Wuhan that gets bites a bunch of freaking fish at a wet market, a bunch of bats at a wet market and get the freaking cobra snakes in there. So no, start selling the snakes. Remember when they said that it came from a snake? It didn't come from a snake. The, the, the lengths that they went to, I had to cover up the freaking mosquito out of Wuhan the freaking android mosquito that came flying out of Wuhan and bit me on the freaking leg, stung me on the leg like a freaking scorpion did on my arm. I was sleeping in the back of the RV. A bunch of scorpions stung my ass. Or one mean-ass scorpion. I don't know. But my veins are huge now. <laughs> my veins got big afterward. I don't know what happened. I must, have, I must have had some kind of blood clot or something. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. But I looked down. I could... F- Around here at the junkyard, there's a lot of like tires and stuff. And so there's a lot of standing water. I try to tip the tires over so that the mosquitoes can't breed. And for those of you that don't know, mosquitoes breed in water. They lay their eggs. The eggs hatch underwater and then they eat stuff and then they fly out of the water once they're ready. Um, And so if you have a lot of standing water, stagnant water, the mosquitoes will proliferate there. And then you've got problems. You've got West Nile. You've got diseases, babe. You've got a bunch of diseases around your freaking junkyard. I don't want to go for a walk there. I don't want to hold your hand over there. I don't want to get bit by a bunch of mosquitoes. The deadliest animal you got, it's a freaking death wish over there in the junkyard. It's a death wish. Are those rusty nails? Want me to step on a bunch of rusty nails and get stung, bit by a bunch of mosquitoes? And, and get stung by a bunch of scorpions? Are you kidding me? I, this date is over. I'm gone. It's like, no, but listen, if, if we can avoid the rusty nails, we can avoid the mosquitoes. Let me just spray this deep all over you. The scorpions, I can't help you with that one. We'll have to get a black light out. And we'll find out if there's any scorpions while we're rolling around in the grass. We can make it on the grass. You don't want to? All right, well, two weeks anyways. It would have taken two weeks anyways holding hands, watching movies. And so it, the mosquito is biting my leg hard. Oh, yeah. And it was like, I looked down at my leg. It was right on my calf. I looked down at my leg and I was like, that's a fly. That's not a mosquito. That's a fly just irritating my leg. And But you know, I guess I'll smash it anyways. Upon smashing it, I looked down at my hand and it was not a fly. It was, in fact, a mosquito and it was biting me. 
and I look at my hand and I'm, my hands, the innocent blood, my hand, my hand has innocent blood on it. Behold the man, Pontius Pilate, uh, the painting by Pygmalion. Are you guys keeping up with me here? It's a highbrow podcast. So just, it, I'm talking about Jesus Christ, uh, innocent blood. Okay. Freaking the atonement. Hello. I smashed the mosquito on my calf and it, I was covered in blood after that. Immediately after I was just covered in blood. I was like, I got to go inside. I got to wash my hands off. I go inside, get antibacterial soap, wash my hands off. There's a, a significant uh, inflammation and swelling around the site of the bite. And let me tell you, the mosquito is the deadliest animal on the planet. I hope I don't get malaria. I hope I don't get West Nile virus. No one will care anyways, even if I do. But um, yeah, my hand was covered in blood. It was a fat mosquito. It looked like a fly. I didn't know what to do. I freaking smashed the mosquito. Get a bunch of blood on my hands. And it's like, I should have been wearing a glove. I should have been wearing like a, a sterile nitrile glove. A thick one, but I, uh, it was too late. My hands had blood on it. And who knows where that blood even came from. And if you're someone like me, you're going to start panicking when you have a bunch of blood on your hands. <clears throat> My hands are clean. Now they are. So that happened this morning. I took a bike ride over to, not that anyone cares, but I took a bike ride over to the Circle K. And the manager was there. I was trying to buy some 7-Up and Sprite early this morning, and she asked for my ID. But she's the same one that never asked for my So I was like, okay, the manager's here today, or like the owner, the store owner. And she's like, I can't sell you the 7-Up and Sprite. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not even going to. I said, okay, I understand. I'm going to ride the bike another mile. So it's like a four-mile round trip today. I, I rode a bike for four miles today already. Yeah, it's already out of my system because my body's a temple and there's no mosquitoes allowed in this temple. So help me. You guys want to hear a funny story? It's about this time when I was at the junior high behind my old house that I grew up in on on Wedgwood. Isn't there a... There is a, a saying that your middle name and your street and the your street address or the house that you grew up in that's going to be your porn name and everyone keep in mind it's a crude crass podcast now and so if you do if i don't have a middle name so it would just be my name would just my porn name would just be wedgwood my name would be wedgwood because i don't have a middle name and i was born on the fourth of july no, it would be Wedgwood. You, my porn name would be Wedgwood. So I grew up on the street called Wedgwood, and it was right. Uh, um, it it uh, it was um, it. The house was uh, abutted. Judges abutted. It abuts this junior high called Kino Junior High, 
And I must have been six years old at this time. And I was with the neighborhood kid. His name was Justin. He was about a year younger than I was. So a six-year-old and a five-year-old. And we were playing on the pitcher's mound of the junior high baseball field. And that's American football for all my UK fans out there. Uh, football Americano. Just JK. So we're playing on this pitcher's mound in the mud because we, we enjoyed playing in mud at that age. The sprinklers were on. It was a hot summer day. It must have been like May, maybe late April. And we're playing in the mud. And then this guy with a mustache and like a, a baseball uniform came over and grabbed us both by the wrists and said, you're coming with me. And he started crying. Justin started crying. And I said, Justin, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Even though I didn't know it, we were, there's a good chance that we could have just been kidnapped right then and there. And no one would have even known the freaking wiser been the wiser. But what this baseball coach decided to do, he was a baseball, he was the Keno baseball coach. What he decided to do was go to the junior high office and then call our parents from there. So he basically kidnapped us from the pitcher's mound because we we're playing in the mud. We're ruining his baseball team's pitcher's mound. Grabs us by the wrist, walks us all the way over to the office. Justin's crying. I'm telling him it's going to be okay, even though I had no idea if it was or wasn't. We're basically being kidnapped at that point. And then I had my phone number memorized. Justin didn't know shit because he was five years old. I had my phone number memorized and that was it. And so ah, I still remember it. I still remember it. I'm not going to say, but I still remember it. Um, my phone number, my childhood phone number. I th yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I do. Maybe I should say I don't uh, nah. No. No. I'm tempted. I still remember it though. My childhood phone number. And I think my cell phone number was even similar. And that's why I liked myself. I was eight oh one too. My cell phone number, yeah, but I don't it's not there's no service anymore. Anyway. I think his mom came down to the Kino junior high office and then she was kind of just like smiling and nodding. And then I think my mom showed up a little bit after that time and I, they weren't very happy with us, but it was kind of weird, right? That wasn't the first time. That wasn't the only time I got in trouble at Kino junior high. I was six. We were playing in mud. So we're six and five years old, like relax. Baseball coach was ticked, and we never played in the mud after that. We did, however, that some batting cages there, and then we um, someone cut a hole in the batting cages fence, and then we uh, would roll around on the on the nets and stuff up there. We just go and uh, ruin the nets and stuff. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, that was another summertime. There's a lot of stuff that happened at Keno Junior High now that I think about it. But the one thing I was going to mention was the one story. Um, let's see. Who was I with at that time? I was 
Oh, it was Jeff. Yeah, it was Jeff. The the kid, yeah, it was a neighborhood kid. His name was Jeff. We were probably yeah, in second, eight, eight years old. And Jeff was older than me. Jeff was in probably third or fourth grade. And we were walking, we we're walking my, our dog, the family dog. Her name was Peaches. We we're walking Peaches as a poodle. Peaches the poodle. And we're walking Peaches at junior high, at Keno Junior High. And then we found a bunch of like chips. There's a bunch of Doritos and Fritos and like just a bunch of chips lying on the floor. And so I took the dog straight. <coughs> oh, oh man, it's malaria. I've got, excuse me. Oh no. Oh no, I've got malaria. Oh no. <coughs> oh no. 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 I've got malaria. I'm going to die. Oh no. No. No, no. I've caught malaria. That mosquito's already... The disease is already taking over. Dear God, why? Excuse me. I hope I don't... Well, hey, if that's how I go, that's how I go. So, Jeff and I are walking Peaches, and we find a bunch of Doritos and Fritos. And I was like, oh, Peaches, look, Peaches, look at all these chips. And she like... <laughs> and she starts scarfing down these chips and Fritos and stuff. And this freaking nerd comes over, this four-eyed nerd. And I was wearing gla- – I was a four-eyed nerd myself, but this kid was a total nerd, total freaking snitch. And he comes over with – I think it was like a like a, a cop. He comes over with a cop, and he goes, that's them. That's them. They're the ones that did it. And we're like, what the hell? I'm like, What? And cops like come with me, and so we go back to the Keno Junior High office. And this is a few a few few years later. Yeah, that the malaria is making me delirious. I can't, I can't, I can't focus. I'm already sneezing, and I can't focus. It's got infecting my brain. It must be in my bloodstream. Yeah, well, you heard it here first, folks. I caught malaria right here live. Pretty much, I smashed a bunch of blood on my hands. So we go to the Kino Junior High office with this police officer and this freaking geek, and he's like, "I don't know if that was him. I look like my brother, kind of, because I wore glasses and my brother wore glasses. We both look like freaking geeks, along with the geek that was getting us in trouble, freaking snitching on us." Jeff, however, you guys remember I mentioned Sheridan. Jeff was not related to Sheridan at all. Jeff didn't look like Sheridan at all. And I was younger than my brother, my older brother. It turns out my older brother and Sheridan were walking Peaches, doing the same thing that Jeff and I were doing. We took Peaches for a walk around Keno Junior High. And so my older brother and Sheridan found that the concession stand at the junior high was unlocked so they go inside stole a bunch of chips made some slushies and like stole a bunch of stuff not money but at least not that i know but they just stole a bunch of like snacks and stuff and then just tossed the chips and stuff to the side they went in stole a bunch of chips made some slushies and tossed them tossed the rest of the stuff to the side so there's empty bags of doritos and fritos that are still lying around 
a couple hours went by and then Jeff and I were walking Peaches once again. And so Peaches was an accomplice to this. Peaches Peaches already knew that the, the snacks were there. Well, it turns out that the nerd, he goes, I don't know if that's him. I don't know if that's him, but I sure do recognize that dog. So the snitch saw my brother and Sheridan and the dog inside of the concession stand. But he said, like, I know I recognize that dog. I know I recognize that dog. So he saw the whole thing happen with, like, this dog. I don't know, dude. And I just said, dude, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm eight years old. So I start crying. The cops are there. It's like a break-in. It's like a burglary on a junior high. And I'm getting blamed. I'm, I'm, and I'm taking the blame for it. My mom shows up. I'm crying. I think my mom got ticked at the police. She's like, you guys don't know what you're doing. And He didn't do it. And neither did Jeff. And so my mom's like kind of railing on. And then the cops are like, so do you have an older brother to Jeff that's kind of heavier set? And it's like, Jeff's like, no. Like, I've got older brothers, but no. And I was like, it was probably Sheridan. It was probably my brother. It was probably my brother, and it's probably Sheridan. And like, Jeff got off the hook. My mom was kind of sad because, like, the cops, you know, at, like interrogating an eight year old child in Peaches. And Peaches got caught in the, Peaches gets caught in the crossfire. She doesn't know any better. She's on a walk and can keep the dog on a leash. He used to go swimming there all the time too at Keno Junior High. It was the it was like the regional swimming pool. At, I don't even know if that pool is still there. Anyway, they used to have this thing called Dive in Movies, and we watched The Little Mermaid there. They'd have this like projector screen TV, and they'd project the movie onto the screen. And it was at night, and we'd all go swimming at night. It's called a Dive in Movie. We watched Little Mermaid there. It's one of my favorite movies back then. But we just swim around. I'm just swimming around. At night. Because it closed at night. The pool did. Anyway, the cops said, I said, okay, mom, what's the, hey, mom, cut the shit. What happened here? Am I in trouble or not? She's like, no, it was your older brother. And it, and, it, and it was Sheridan, too. They're going to do community service that, you know, we talked to the police and everything's fine and he's going to get in trouble. And I was like, yeah, well, I got blamed for it. She's like, don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. <clears throat> so there's, there's, a, I, there's a long history of, pol- excuse me, the malaria is still settling in. There's a long history of police interactions on my, on my part. That there, there's a reason why I don't like police. And I, the, the junkyard owner is always telling me, like, you need to you need to discover what's wrong with you. You need to, to dive deep into your psyche and, and figure out what it is that's causing you to just run away from all your problems. Because like, I'm freaking here. <laughs> don't you understand? It's because I'm in Arizona. It has nothing to do. There's no problems in Utah when you were homeless in Utah. That was different. I knew what I was doing then. I still freaking had it together then. You sound kind of paranoid there, Bling, when you're in Utah. It's just shut up. I knew what I was doing, okay? And I knew what was happening. I knew what was going on. This freaking... 
Uh, my stomach's making noises. How much more time? Ten more minutes. I don't know. I don't know if I can do ten more minutes. I don't know if I can talk about anything else. I could talk about animals, maybe. Um, those goats outside, dude. The goats here. If you're thinking about getting goats, if you're just thinking like, yeah, you know, it's kind of trendy. We've seen some, we've seen some cute goat videos on TikTok. The malaria is really settling in now. Malaria is making me delirious. Delirium from malaria. Malarium, delirium. Don't get any goats. Because they're nothing. They just complain. Jim Brewer, goat boy. They just... It's hard to explain... The, the amount of greed that I see from some of these goats, really, they, um, it's hard. It's really, it's really difficult to, to describe the level of greed. Like there's an entire patch of grass for these goats to just graze on all day and stuff. But the second that you go into these bins and just scoop up some food, they go nuts and they start attacking each other and like getting their horns. I saw, I seen the other, this is just kind of recently too. One of those goats, I, on purpose or not, it, uh, left up to debate. It's the fattest one. It's the one that looks like a freaking goldfish. It's so fat. It's the fattest goat that you would ever see in your life. It, it's like bursting at the seams. It's the fattest goat you'd ever see. And it, it was fighting with another goat and it took its horns and hooked it underneath the goat's collar. And then it started twisting it. And the goat that was wearing the collar, who was being choked to death at this point, was like, I was like, holy shit, that goat's going to kill the other goat like right in front of my face. And I had nothing to do with it. They were just fighting. And the other goat wasn't moving. And it's just like, geez, dude, these things. Like, what for? And it's because I was feeding it. I was feeding the one with the collar. I was giving it, like, there's a peach tree out back in the junkyard. There's a peach tree off to the side or whatever. And I was feeding it peaches from the tree that the birds had eaten and I, I continued to say, hey, junkyard owner, you know, all the peaches wouldn't be ruined and gone if you just get me an air gun so I can take some of these freaking pests out, these birds. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get you a gun. I'll get you a gun. It's like, dude, it's been three months, dude. <laughs> you said you said that they had guns. You're going to get me a gun and you would get one. No, you never got one. But this goat was going to kill this other goat and was like twisting its neck and its collar and its horns. It's a fat one too, like the short freaking mean fat one. It's the fattest goat out there. And it's like twisting its horns. It's like, eh, 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 eh. I was like, this goat is going to die right now. Like, holy shit. Where's the popcorn? And then another goat came and the goat that was being choked Another goat came and like rammed that goat that was being choked. And that's what released it off the off the collar. 
the, it, it was being attacked. And that's what actually saved its life. It was, was another goat attacking it. And then it came kind of like, like meandering over to me. I was like, it's okay, goat. Here's, here's some spoiled peaches from the birds. Here you go. Have some more. Eat some more. Ridiculous. They're bad goats, dude. They're, they're bad goats. And just the other day, I saw them on the other junkyard property. And just yesterday, I was taking a wizard. I take a wizard. Ah. Sometimes I don't feel like going inside, so I just can just take a wizard off to the side. Why do I like corn dogs so much? Man, five more minutes. It's extended episode now. I like all beef corn dogs, one, because they're locally like harvested beef. It's it's in Phoenix. They're bar S corn dogs, and they come from Phoenix and that's just the right amount of beef. It says it's used with 100% beef. And like, that's what I'm for. I don't want, I don't want pork. I don't want chicken. I don't want like a mixture of all three in a bunch of byproducts. I don't want that. I don't, I won't eat those, but all beef corn dogs, like, why not? Let's give it a try. You grill them. And the best part is, is like, I'm not into germs. I hate germs. I, I, I just, uh, I have now, I have malaria at this point. You guys heard it live. It happened live. So a stick, if, if you can, you can touch whatever you want. You're not going to eat the stick. Your mouth parts don't touch the stick in this post pandemic dystopian present that we're all living in right now. You can't be too careful or, or, or you're just going to catch malaria West Nile virus anyways. The stick you're not going to eat, so you can eat the entire corn dog with dirty hands, you with infected hands essentially, and then just stop and then throw the stick away. And on top of that, when you grill them, the stick gets hot. The stick gets so hot it acts as like a antimicrobial, antibacterial um, medium, anyways. On top of that, you can cool the corn dog down using mustard ketchup you can even make some fry sauce using mayonnaise ketchup mustard throw in a little bit of coleslaw in there you know, some slaw sometimes some slaw some fermented slaw you can grab it with your hands if you can touch if anyone wants to infect their hands and throw coleslaw on my plate i'll still eat the coleslaw i won't do it for anything else if you touch food any food at all and then throw out my plate, I'm not going to eat it. Coleslaw, if you touch it with your bare hands and it's a, you just got done feeding the goats, eh, I'll eat it. It's because there's fermentation in there and the bacteria won't live in that, enti- in that type of environment. You can't harbor germs in alcohol. Fermentation gets hot. But that stick gets so hot anyways, and you put your little paws on the, get grab the freaking corn dog stick, and put some cold ketchup and some cold mustard or make some fry sauce and put some cold fry sauce at the end of the corn dog and start eating it. It's delicious, dude. Bar S corn dogs are so good. And that's why I like them. It's like a banana. You With a banana, it's the same thing. You can peel a banana without having to touch it at all and you just eat it. Get Deep throat the banana. Get the banana all the way down 
until it breaks off in your throat and then swallow it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, well, I had to. I don't know if there's any bonus. I can't tell. Stupid. I can't tell you if there's any bonus material or boner material. I can't do that. It's probably just going to be this episode. Well, that's simmer down. There's a lot I got to talk about still, but that's why I like corn. Well, that's that's why I like corn dogs is because it reminds me of like the fair and stuff, and they're honey dipped. And if you get them hot enough, you get the right temperature. I usually cook them for about ten to fifteen minutes at about three fifty to three seventy five. But you can also like broil them, and sometimes I'll turn the the grill up to because I don't I don't use microwaves anymore. I don't use them. I don't use a microwave. I'm not going to eat anything that came out of the microwave anymore. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not. Sorry, call me crazy. <laughs> call me Uncle Crazy. Uncle Cracker. But you can put these things on the grill, fire up the grill, and get it to 500 degrees, broil them. And 500 degrees, you can cook them for about five minutes. You're probably going to burn them a little bit. The sticks are going to be burned. It's not going to be exactly what you want but you can take it up or notch or two. If you guys enjoyed this episode, tell all your friends, <laughs> spread the word and let's, and, and let's light a candle and say some prayers. that I don't get malaria because I've already contracted it. Thanks so much for listening. Tell all your friends. You guys are the coolest. Good luck to you. What is this? A special corn dog episode? Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude. I don't know. I, I rode the bike far today. It's like a four mile round trip. And I, I get some, I, enjoy riding bikes dude and it was a good workout and i riding with no hands man riding with no hands excuse me riding with no hands is not easy at the same time it's not exactly difficult i push myself to ride with no hands just because i could just be just because i want to ride with no hands it's like a unicycle kind of and today I was riding with no hands and both hands were at my side as I'm riding to the circle jerk, circle K. And this car behind me honks. And it's like, I can hear you behind me. I'm not going to just get in your way, but it like honked from a ways away. So I get in the bike lane, but it startled me. I almost like wrecked. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> but impatient people, man. And it's like, it honked at me as I'm riding with no hands. And then it just comes to the stop light anyways. And I, I took, you know, I crossed the street illegally or, or, or legally. I don't know. It's in the crosswalk. And it's like, I'm still in front of you. I'm remaining in front of you. And and you're at the stoplight because you're in a car. And you honked at me like 20 seconds ago. And I look back and it's like, and you're still st- stuck there at that stupid stoplight. Like, why are you honking at me? I can hear you as you're approaching. But anyway, they don't know. It's not fair to judge them. It's really not. But riding with no hands is, is cool because you have to – I've noticed that you have to ride faster and you, it's confidence. Not every bike is capable of being able to be ridden with no hands, but, like, it's confidence. You, you it, When you take your hands off of the, the handlebars, when you take your hands off, it's, like, unnatural. It, it, you want to – it's like, put, put your hands back down there. Like, put your hands back on the handlebars. So that you can control the bike, right? But when you just take your hands off and then pedal harder, the bike rides itself. 
if it, if it's a decent enough bike, not every bike is capable of it, but you have a, a decent bike that can is rideable, then I well I've noticed the Cannondale is much easier to ride with no ham. I mean, it really does just it's a fun bike to ride, but I don't I can't ride it anymore. <laughs> I, I told the junkyard owner I wrecked on it. <laughs> He's like, you need to wear a helmet. You need to. I was like, no, nah, it doesn't let me ride it anymore. <laughs> And it got a flat tire, and he doesn't let me ride it. It was a cool bike, though. For the minute that I was allowed to ride it, yeah, that bike, that bike is easy to ride with no hands. The Novara that I'm riding now, it's a little bit more wobbly, but it it's hard. It's hard to just take your hands off the handlebars and just to trust yourself and just to trust that it's going to be like a trust fall, like just to trust that the bike is going to continue to ride straight. You can't ride over bumps, and you can't take corners hard. At least I can't right now. I just have to ride in a straight line when I'm not when I don't have any uh, no hands. But this car behind me just honks. I was like, ah, <laughs> almost wrecked. Was right trying practicing with no hands is hard, and I don't know. But it it's cool because it's like, look, mom, no hands. <laughs> like, look, mom, no hands. <laughs> like, I don't. But your first instinct is to put your hands back on those handlebars. It, it's like. I have to stabilize this bike. It's getting out of control. I can't ride with no hands. And it's just a little bit of confidence and just take your hands off and start pedaling harder. The, the faster you go, the, the easier it is. The more dangerous, sure. But like the faster you ride, the harder you pedal, the, the more uh, stability that you will get from riding with no hands. And is that a life? Uh, is that analogous to, to life? I don't know. My life story, ride faster with no hands. Sure, sure it is. Make sure to tell all your friends. Uh, is it how do the microphones get to bring them closer? Yeah, that's... How about now, my infant? Um, hmm? 